Hello and welcome to Kiwi Rider Podcast, New Zealand's premier motorcycling podcast made by Kiwi Riders for Kiwi Riders. Episode 3 of the new year, welcome along, make sure you hit that subscribe button and share this podcast with a riding buddy of yours, we'd love you for that. This episode we're going to be talking the brand new Harley Davidson Sportster S with our first look and I'm going to give you a rundown on the most waterproof piece of kit I own. Let's get into it. Our first look at the Harley-Davidson Sportster S. The Sportster S is the second bike from Harley-Davidson to feature the Revolution Max engine, a 1250cc 90-degree V-twin, water-cooled and fully electrically controlled engine with variable valve timing, and a stack of other cool stuff on it as well. The first bike to feature this engine was Harley-Davidson's first foray into the world of adventure touring, the Pan America, and it impressed us no end. So we can't wait to see what Harley-Davidson has in store for the Sportster S. Firstly, they've kind of retuned the engine slightly with a number of different parts, including smaller intake and exhaust valves, with the aim of bringing the power further down the rev range. The result is that the RevMax 1250T, as they've named it, reaches peak power 700 RPM earlier or lower in the rev range than the Pan America. There's a water-cooled oil cooler allowing to maintain engine oil temp in hot or cold climates. The new RevMax 1250T engine has the same bore and stroke as the old V-Rod, but it also has a 30-degree offset crank pin allowing a 90-degree firing order, making power delivery smoother and higher revs. The engine is also quite smart, equipped with knock sensors to sense a lower-grade fuel and adjust accordingly. Harley-Davidson recommend this bike is run on 98 New Zealand pump gas, but it can be run on 91. The gearbox is a six-speed unit with slip-assist clutch. Exhaust is a high-mount, flat-track-style two-into-one-into-two unit. Service intervals look to be pretty good for this engine as well. First service at 1,600k, then every 8,000 kilometres after that. The bike is sitting on a 17-inch front rim with a 160mm wide tyre and a 16-inch rear with a 118mm wide tyre. You notice the fat tyres and it works to give the Sportster S a low, muscly, aggressive look. It looks really, really good. And we're assured with a 34-degree lean angle, the bike is still reasonably nimble. Everything on the bike has been designed with lightweight in mind. The engine is a stressed member of the frame, meaning there are some good weight savings to be had there. The pegs are still in the forward position, staying true to the Sportster's heritage. And the whole thing is kind of sucked in and tight, and very compact and thin with loads of legroom. It's almost like they've put the old bike in a vacuum packer and sucked out all the air and space. The seat is 750mm off the ground, suspension is by Showa with 92mm of travel up front from the inverted forks and 37mm of travel down back. The bike is hauled up by a single 4-pot 32mm Brembo caliper up the front and a single pot Brembo down the back. OEM rubber is by Dunlop. The Sportster S comes with GT503 tyres on lightweight cast alloy rims. As with the Pan America, the Sportster S is high-tech with five rider modes. Sport, road, rain, and two custom modes. As you might expect, no off-road modes included on this bike. Also included, though, in the electronics package are cornering ABS and traction control, cornering enhanced drag slip control, and a tyre pressure monitoring system. Everything is controllable using the switch gear and displayed on the round TFT non-touch sensitive display. You can also invert the colour scheme for bright days or night mode. 
As you'd expect, you can pair your smartphone to the bike and use controls to switch music, take calls, etc. Uh, you can also use turn-by-turn navigation through the Harley-Davidson app. The Harley-Davidson Sportster S is one sweet-looking bike. It looks like a hell of a bike, and we can't wait to ride it. We're going to ride it, and we'll share all our thoughts on this bike with you as soon as we can. Don't forget to like, hit that subscribe button, and share this with a riding buddy of yours. Let's wind the clock back to late 2019. It was a simpler time. I was riding my Yamaha MT-07 and dreaming of owning an adventure bike. Hopefully one day a Tenere 700. And I was helping spread the word about the GS Rally NZ 2020 in Martinborough. Looking forward to riding the baby GS, the BMW G310GS to be exact. Then it dawned on me. I had little to nothing in the way of adventure riding kit. No major worry, I still had my motocross gear, but it would be a good idea to look into some more adventure biased boots. The thought of riding 300 plus kilometres on the Wii GS in full motocross boots didn't really appeal. So, on the wish list, comfort, that's a big thing, followed by protection. Anything over and above that would be icing on the cake. I headed to my local motorbike shop to see what they had on offer and what might be suitable. The first thing I came across was the former range. I tried on a few and instantly liked the former adventure boots. They come in brown and black, I preferred the brown. In truth, I may have brought the wrong boots. But more on that shortly. The former adventure boots are comfortable and great for relaxed adventure riding. I also wear them commuting on days when I know it's going to be wet or there's a risk of getting rained on, which seems like the majority of winter to be fair. They also do a great job of keeping my lower leg and feet warm. They've actually been the most reliable bit of kit I own when it comes to waterproofing. Only letting in water once, and that was when I went for a dab in the middle of a river, and the river ended up being higher than the boots. So that's fair enough, I suppose. The reason why I may have bought the wrong boots is these days on the Tenere 700, when I get off-road, I do more standing and quite a bit more technical riding in quite rough terrain. On Former's website, they say due to the special lightweight sole design, these boots are not recommended for use with kickstart bikes or bikes with aggressive motocross-style foot pegs. If you're a rider that mostly stands up when you ride, we recommend the Forma Terra Evo boots. For this reason, I should probably be wearing the Forma Terra Evo boots myself and may well try them next. Former says their adventure boot is designed to work effectively as an on-road boot with some nice dual sport features, and I'd agree with that. Though if you're looking to buy some yourself, be sure to try the boots on and sit on your bike, maybe even do a bit of standing, to see how the gear selector and the rear brake feel. As I said, when I first got mine I was riding an MT-07, and getting my foot under the gear selector to shift up was a little tricky. Not impossible but the MT-07 didn't really have a lot of space between the left foot peg and the gear selector. It's not what I would call a good fit. I ended up putting up with this for a month or two, as I knew I'd end up trading up to an adventure bike anyway. 
I've now been riding in these boots for 18 months to two years and they're wearing well. Still loads of life left in them. They fit like a glove when I first got them and they've loosened up a fair amount since I can wear a nice thick pair of socks under them, no dramas. They feel great, they're all day comfortable, multiple days even, and I'm really, really happy with them. As mentioned earlier, former's warning about using them with aggressive off-road focused foot pegs I have taken a few chunks out of the soles on them from too much standing around on the T7. I've not ruined them by any stretch of the imagination, but they have definitely been loved. If you're an aggressive off-road rider, then maybe heed that warning and look at the Terra Evo boots. Otherwise, the former Adventure boots are great. I'm not worried. They've lasted well. They're really comfortable, and I expect to get another couple of years out of them. No dramas. They come with a 12-month warranty. They've got CE-level rated protection, full-grain oiled leather, Drytex waterproofing, lightweight construction, Adventure anti-slip sole, stainless steel shank, injection-moulded shin plate, uh, and the list goes on. For photos and full specs, go to motonz.com. There you go. If you want more information on that Harley-Davidson Sportster S, do go to MotoNZ.com. We will be riding that in April, May this year. Looking forward to that. Can't wait. This is Kiwi Rider Podcast. My name's Ray here, and thank you very much for listening and sticking with us through this episode. If you want to get involved, if you want to uh, say g'day even, uh, you can email me, podcast at kiwirider.co.nz. We're on Facebook, uh, Instagram, TikTok, all the social media platforms. Love to have your input, whether we... Whether you just want to say, you guys suck. We'd love to hear from you. <laughs> uh, otherwise, hit that subscribe button. Share this podcast with a writing buddy of yours. I've been Ray. This is Kiwi Rider Podcast. Keep the rubber side down, throttle on, and we'll catch you in seven days' time. Yeah.